howdy, Brad. <laughs> howdy, Tyler. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm, I'm, a nice I'm just staring at him while he's drinking. <laughs> yeah, whiskey. It is whiskey. All right. In the saloon. Am I drinking whiskey too? Yes. You're drinking whatever you want. No, you're not drinking anything yet because you just walked in. So you have to place your order. <laughs> Excuse me, so uh, what can I get you? Place my order I don't know, at a saloon. Like <laughs> Uh, what do you mean? You can place your order in a saloon. Do they have a waiter that walks around saloons? I've never been in a saloon from uh, from the 1890s. They might. They might. I, mean, <clears throat> I thought I would picture it. You'd more up, go up, get your drink, and then walk back. A to saloon the is more of a bar scene where yeah. you would go up and order at a bar. I need to go in the saloon more in Red Dead, and that probably would answer my question. I think you've said that like the last three episodes. But <laughs> just counting. <laughs> Welcome to Red Dead Reflection, episode ten. Uh, episode ten. Episode double digits, 10. baby. This is the first series we've ever had in our podcasting history hit episode 10, technically. Is that true? Computable hit episode 8, and non-player NPC. contract was 7 or 8. Yeah. So this Check is the first. Computable if you haven't, and if you care. Um, we are doing a podcast currently where Brevin plays the Reddit Redemption 2, mm-hmm. and we comment on it as he goes, uh, reflecting on our experiences. Hey, reflecting. That's in the name. Um, so, Brevin... Let's get all the uh, busy work out of the way. Uh, oh. I feel like it's been so long. It does feel. This, it does but feel. It hasn't. It's been the same amount as every other week. <laughs> yep. Just long. The weeks are getting longer, man. Which is one of the things that we talked about in our first episode about whether or not time speeds up. Oh yeah, up or we slows did. Down. Yeah. But it's just been this week, so I don't know. What <laughs> mean. All right. What mission have you played up to, Brevin? Urban pleasures. Urban Pleasures. <laughs> that is the name of the mission. Interesting. I like that. Um, how many hours have we played about? What if I said two? How would you feel about that? This is the lowest of the lows for the week. But surprisingly, I have you more... you played for two hours. <laughs> Do you know how many hours in a week, Brevin? Um, 168. I'm surprised that you had it that Yeah, fast. I looked it up the other day for some reason. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think I was trying to figure out, like... Wait, why did you... Hold on, hold on. Let me explain why I did, why I know that off the top of my head. I, I looked it up because I want to know how much free time a normal person has in a week. Like if you work, a, but just just do the math. What do you mean? You I know, didn't. Okay, I didn't. Well, you know yeah. how many hours are in a day? Yeah, but that's. I could just look it up. I live in the future. <laughs> I live in modern times. I don't live in the eighteen nineties. Easier just to to type into Google how many hours are in a week. Then do seven then times. Say, hmm. There's seven days in a week, 24 hours in a day, and then just do seven times 24. Yeah, it's easier. I'd say to go. Ah, that's so sad. You're telling me that in, if you had a computer in front of you and you needed to figure out how many hours in a week, you would do the math out instead of going on Google and typing how many hours in a week. I I think I would. I think I would. But if, I don't if, like. I don't trust Google either. You don't trust Google. For I don't a want question to know like that. that I need to know how many hours in a week. You know. That's fair. They have uh, calculators, by the way, like free time calculators that you can use. I thought you were just going to say they have calculators, by the way. <laughs> if you're daunted by the task of multiplying 7 by 24, they have these things called calculators. Calcul- <laughs> I love the idea that people are like... I don't even know if 168 is right. <laughs> to be honest, I don't 7 know. times 20 is 140, plus 7 times yeah, 4 so is 28, 168. Easy. And you played for two hours two this week, hours. Kevin. Two hours. Hey, it was a busy week. That's one eighty fourth of the week. Yep, I spent one eighty fourth of the week working on this podcast. <sighs> don't be, don't be disappointed. We recorded for three hours. Our, our last episode was three <laughs> hours long, and you played it. You played the game for two hours. I cannot <clears throat> accept this. I, I really hope that this if episode. Anyone 
is interested in being a co-host of a podcast, <laughs> send in your applications to reddeadcast at gmail.com. And you must play longer than two and a half hours to be... Yeah, just play co-host. up to Urban Pleasures and then we'll... Uh, uh, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll fly you in fix, here. <laughs> fix the rest in post. <laughs> yeah, we'll just throw your voice on here. You know, they... Eventually, they might be able to make... Um, uh, is it... <laughs> wait... Hold on. I was going to say deep fakes, but that's a different thing, right? <laughs> well, no. Are you that, trying to say like no, deep fakes right. for voice? For voice, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. so you can just replace me with But But with because we're, we are recording a podcast, we are pro- maybe not yet, but eventually we'll produce enough content for artificial intelligence to just r- run through that's and really use it scary. to say, now we can just use our voices to speak anything. That's, that's the whole point of this podcast, uh, of all of our podcasting, was to just not have to speak ever again. We can just walk around with a with a little robot. <clears throat> That'll say everything we need in our voices. What? <laughs> I did not know where you're going with that, <laughs> and I'm surprised that that's where it took me. You're, okay, so you're saying that we're only doing this podcast so that we have enough <laughs> enough content for for AI. AI to learn from to speak on our behalf. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's why you're typing into Google how many hours are into a week, so that Google learns how you think. Right? <laughs> yes, because that's all I think about. That's the only information they have on me. <laughs> what do you want to do when you grow up, Brevin? Oh, I want to find out how many hours in a week. <laughs> no, but I do love the idea of like teachers being like, you're not going to have a calculator when you walk around every day. And you're like, well, well I'm not going to. I will have a calculator, but instead of using that, I'm going to oh ask my- the internet <laughs> the answers to these simple math problems. At least I didn't go on Reddit and like ask an ask Reddit question. <laughs> like how many hours in a week? And just get a live response from somebody. And they would tell you. I'm sure. All right. What are we talking about, Brandon? Yeah, this is... Hold on. Is... First things first, we got some emails. Oh, yeah. If you're interested in having some listener mail right on the show, just email us at reddeadcast at gmail.com. Please email us. Please. We implore you. We got um, a, a few emails, but um, from two separate listeners, one one guy named Thomas wrote in That sounds familiar. Times. Yeah, okay. Uh, no, no, no. I think, this different is, I think this is his first time running it because he says he lives in Winnipeg, Canada. Cool. Do you want to know? I was going to say, do you want to know where that is? I thought that's what you were going to say. I don't I, know where. I can't I th- tell oh, I thought Winnipeg you were like wanted me to look it up. No. So then Google has more information on me. You see? Exactly, man. Watch out. You can't look up anything anymore. Well, there's a line in the movie Ex Machina where he's talking about how the algorithm learns like how to act like a human. And... Mm-hmm. He says, well, people think that when you record like what people type into a search algorithm, it gets you, it tells you what people are thinking, but mm-hmm. really it's teaching you how people think, right? Oh, see? okay. And that's a little, little line that I remember from Ex Machina. Very nice. Um, <laughs> so he says he's in, he's in middle school and forgive me if I spell some things wrong. Listen. Wow. Listen, so many people spell things wrong or are not good at spelling. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. And also... The fact that you're in middle school doesn't necessarily indicate that you're worse at spelling. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Well, on it, average, but, would you say? But, like, if think about it. If you're in middle school, you are closer to the time in which you were learning spelling. So so you should be, like, on your game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So, uh, do do people really learn spelling in middle school? Is that a common? Thing? <laughs> no, I I think you learn spelling in like elementary school, okay, okay. probably. I, but I don't remember. He's closer to that time oh, than yeah, we yeah. are, for example. Yeah. But another thing I wanted to say is, listen, man, spelling doesn't matter at all. Of the, of the use, like as long as the word looks close enough <laughs> that someone can understand what you're trying to say, we'll have an AI finish it with auto auto correct, right? man. Exactly. AI are fantastic. When you wh- like, if you really could not spell a single word right, but got like. 95% of the letters correct. You're good. You're fine. Yeah. You're you're, fine. A, you're a functioning member of society. Just, just don't, don't be a copywriter. Right <laughs> just don't go back to 1890. Then you won't be fine because no one will have Although any back in 1890, people would just write words how they sounded all the time. And that's why our language is so confusing. Maybe not 1890, but like older than that. Like 1800s, like, like early American. <laughs> yeah, older than 1890, the 1800s. <laughs> all right. See, Brevin still has trouble too, and he's not in middle school anymore. Um, <laughs> So he's actually, he says that he doesn't have, like, the new system, so he isn't playing Red Dead 2, but he is playing Red Dead 1, and oh, he's okay. listening. Oh, I love that. Wait, so... Do you he, love that? Because now I'm thinking we're ruining the game for him. No. Well, hold on. People might want to experience it a different way. You know how people watch, like, Let's Plays of games versus, like, playing the actual game That's for the true. first time? But, so. I, but I would imagine that if he is playing through the first game, he has an interest and a stake in playing the second game as well. Yeah. Hey, stop listening to us. Just really, we have. <laughs> I don't want to be the one to. We spoil love you, this Thomas, but you cannot listen to this podcast, man. You need to play the game. No, it's. He's I mean, a middle schooler. You can't already... afford to buy an Xbox, probably. No, I. Well, you don't know that. He's a middle schooler. He might be an entrepreneur. They, they got true. they got kids creating social media. Maybe apps he's selling all the time. like snake oil or something. Snake oil salesman. Yeah, he learned from Red Dead. <laughs> What's might... the name of that guy in the first game? Oh, oh my god, the big fat guy with the. Yeah, oh, I don't remember like Red. Hubert or some. It's weird something name like weird. That. Yeah, I know what you're talking about though. <clears throat> okay. Anyway, <laughs> let's do the email. So he talks about because he actually has an an interesting perspective of playing through the first game, listening to us talk about the second game, but having the first game fresh in his mind. So he talks about how oh that's really in the when as he's playing through the first game, it actually seems like things are missing to him. Like, um, you know how we were saying that the first game felt like it was complete at the time that we played it. Yeah, but thinking back on it, that doesn't really make any sense, right? There's a lot of stuff you don't know that happened in the past yeah so i sort of feel like yeah he has a point where it seems like there are stories that are written that deliberately leave things unsaid Mm -hmm. and that's like a narrative technique or maybe not a narrative technique no i think that's a sign of good storytelling to not tell them everything you want to leave the the reader or the media taker what what am i trying to say the media listener taker inner you know what I'm trying to say? Sorry, I'm just using a narrative technique. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to leave it up to the unknown. Oh, I, I should do that to you more often, man. Don't I forgot that. about that. Don't that's do like that. a superpower to just not say anything and let the other person... Because I'll just keep going. That's I know. That's issue. what I love about it. <laughs> so you're lucky I let you off easy this time. All right. I'll keep it in mind. But um, I didn't even finish what I was saying. Like, it's like a technique to leave things out um, in the unknown so that you have something to write about later, possibly, and to give the reader something to think about. Yes. That, I think that's primarily the thing but yeah. if they're if they're savvy and they're thinking about the dollar bills then they would also do it for the other reason which for is to leave it yeah um so i think there's probably a combination of both like mm-hmm. imagine red red dead redemption 2 is never made red dead redemption 1 would just be a story where you don't necessarily know the characters but you're seeing this stage in their life and that's fine but to his credit i think in hindsight it was very clearly set up for the sake of elaborating on it 
in the future. Do you think it was set up for more for a prequel or a sequel? Did you? What did you expect out of Red Dead Two? A sequel, man. Well, I mean, there was a lot of people thinking that. That's the other thing. <laughs> We're spoiling Red Dead One for this guy. Oh, isn't whoa. that sad? Although he's probably had it spoiled by now. I would anyway. assume so. So, Thomas, you're doing it wrong. I'm just joking. It's fine. You do it any way you want. <laughs> it's just funny that we are like. Uh, I don't know. Man. I am actually spoiling the game for him. Yeah, um, but and he brings up the point that. Uh, John does all of these seemingly good things. And that's the, even that's debatable, but like helping out in Mexico with the citizens fighting against the, the army. He's, only, I don't know, he's only doing that tangentially to get at the people that he's after. <clears throat> His final goal. Um, but he's, um, Thomas says that that's overshadowed by the agents mentioning how many people he's killed in the past and the banks that he's robbed and everything. Um, and that's elaborated on, on in the second game. Uh, so let me just get to his other one. Yeah. So he he then I think what what happened is Thomas looked, listened to a few episodes in a row and like wrote into each. So now we're <clears> back <throat> at when we talked about um, the amount of action in the game. Okay. Uh, he actually is he brings up an interesting point that I hadn't considered, which is, do you think that there needs to be this much action for the in-game economy and so that you have enough loot to use? Ooh. See, we didn't talk. <clears throat> That's about that. nice. That's a good point. That is a good point. I want to agree with him on that. That I think it does. Well, <clears throat> he didn't really say what he thought, but I think it does. I, I'm I'm paraphrasing as yeah. well. Oh, okay, okay. I think it does need to happen. Like you need to have these continuous amounts of missions where you're doing violent things and robbing people, so that the character has money. <laughs> because we can't do normal things. <laughs> I like the idea of like. <clears throat> sorry, I, I had to kill you so I can afford this next gun that I need <laughs> to buy to attack people um no i mean yes yeah and that makes sense because it's very it's a very complex balance to like in-game economies are so fascinating to me i love Mm -hmm. that i have a big big nerd here put my nerd hat on (laughs) um but at the same time they could tweak the like they they are the masters of this domain so if they take out action missions and then in effect the player has less income they can affect the economy such that the amount of income that they get afterwards isn't uh, isn't a- um, abnormal. It's, it fits. You know what I'm no, saying? yeah, no, I know exactly what you're saying. And there's ways to do missions where you get money from them without killing like an army of people. Which one of the missions we'll talk about today has to do with that? Like, it, I didn't murder like you know 70 people. Only That's murdered, true. That's only murdered like four. That's true, too. We shouldn't assume that the only way to get money is to loot corpses. Yeah. There's other ways to do that. Um, okay. Or to just murder a bunch of people. But One more email from Thomas. He talks about... He, he writes in with a humorous thing about Grand Theft Auto V. Okay. Let's see. Um, and this is like... I don't remember this scene that he describes at all. So let's, let's see, see if, if I remember. remember. Um, that, uh, this, apparently, this thing is a big meme. Uh, they get the... Sorry. There, something's going on where Michael is talking to Trevor mm-hmm. and there's this guy that they were stealing from or something. And Michael says like, Oh, don't tell me you killed him. Trevor. Like, are you insane? And Trevor's like, what do you mean? I wouldn't kill him. I'm not crazy. I'm not a bleeping animal. Um, that sounds really familiar. And then he, and then he opens up the, like a, 
a door or a trunk or something. He says, but I did kidnap his wife. Yes, I do remember that <laughs> scene. That was, that was funny. That is very funny. That is good. But I that's not agree. even like, but the th- the reason why that's so funny, we've, we've talked about how GTA 5 is like a parody of like everything in America. Yes. That's funny because that's like, that's situational comedy right there. That's exactly what I was going to yeah. say. Yeah. So like that would be funny in any context because it's just set up well. I think, I think I set this up incorrectly in saying, <clears throat> right? And if you think of something funny, that's a, like in Grand Theft Auto, like to say that there's nothing funny in Grand Theft Auto 5 is absurd. Yeah. Obviously there's things and that is very, and, and like with the situations that, um, oh God, don't make me think of his name. Frank, Franklin. It. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and his friend get into, that's funny. But the tone, that's what I don't get. Yeah. The, the overall, thematic humor like I the guess. tone of all the characters like the way that they portray their humor or like that they're all like caricatures of people that exist in real life like they're all fake people yeah well obviously yeah. they're fake people but you know what i mean something that actually i want to talk about i was reading an article on south park an article about south park where people on twitter were saying south park is terrible no it wasn't an article <clears throat> it was a youtube video it doesn't matter <laughs> People are saying South Park is terrible because it, um, I got to think about this now. Something about how like it, it shows the worst. It, it's, they, they, these people who don't like South Park view it as South Park is like what little kids think the world is like or something like that. I don't know. Eh, I'm messing this up. I really am. But the counter argument is really what I care about. And mm-hmm. they're saying, the reason why South Park works and makes sense is because it's it satirizes everything. Everything Which it does. It makes it makes fun of everything and the point of it, I think, is just to say show how absurd the world is and mm-hmm. say, like, listen, take it easy and laugh at, at how stupid and ridiculous this is. And that's why I like South Park, is because you can watch an episode and be like, Oh my god, like that is absurd. Uh one thing that that sort of bothers me about south park though is this this thing where there's this awesome um malcolm gladwell (sighs) revisionist history episode i don't know how you'll find it but you can google like um like revisionist history parody something no that's probably (laughs) i don't know man (laughs) i'm letting you i'm just listening to the whole podcast it's very good it's like four seasons but it's very good one of the episodes is about um like what parody comedy does to like in regard to politics Mm -hmm. and they talk about the colbert report is that that is what it's called right i have no idea you don't know what i'm talking about i don't know the colbert show the daily show oh okay i know what the daily show is is that that has colbert attached to i don't i don't that doesn't sound right it probably does but no it's a different show um (laughs) i'm sorry it's fine that show is a <clears throat> Stephen Colbert. Is oh, a, that sounds right. Is a that, that, left yeah. left leaning person, mm-hmm. or he's he's in the left, whatever you want to call it. Made a show making fun of conservative news media, where he is a conservative like talking point guy. Yeah, but people watching the show. His, his parody is so spot on that people watching the show believe him to be conservative 
and then he he has he has guests come on that he'll interview them and he'll interview them in character as a conservative guy mm-hmm. and they'll say yeah um left left interviewee person is being dumb stephen colbert's right and like there the the intention of the message is lost and i'm not trying to talk about left or right which yeah, ones yeah yeah it doesn't matter I, you could just replace those in that scenario <laughs> the act of parodying something like causes people you are making fun of to like it like sincerely right mm-hmm. so and this isn't i'm i'm not i am just we, should, we should we should stop <laughs> Because now I'm realizing that I just started to go on a tangent about my tangent that isn't even related to what I was talking about with South Park. What I was trying to say with South Park <laughs> was that when you make fun of something, like on SNL, mm-hmm. it, it sort of like satisfies an urge in you to to decry an injustice. Mm-hmm. And in doing that, it makes you less likely to act on that injustice. So, like, if I if I say... Oh my God, the Chinese government is insane taking people away and making them disappear. And then I make a joke about it. That joke satisfies my, my outrage a little bit. Not fully, but a little bit, which makes me less likely to do anything actionable about it, which I don't know what you would do anyway. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's like it, um, you put it the best way. It satisfies an urge. Yeah. That's the best way to put that. So then it's like, Oh, yes, I agree, South Park. This is dumb. But is my watching this actually contributing to the thing that you're making fun of by me saying, oh, haha, you're right. And then my mind checks off a box and says, okay, address that absurdity. Don't think about it anymore because South Park made fun of it. And that means that people are probably also think the same way and it'll sort itself out when in reality it won't. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. Am I crazy? <laughs> yes as well. I, in my mind, I was like, is Tyler crazy right now? <laughs> Oh, man. I was doing the thing where I, I don't speak, and I just let you keep going. I didn't notice at all. <laughs> I didn't notice at all. I was just going. You were just going. Which is the difference between you and me. I think you're you're more aware of that sort of thing, like socially aware. I, I think it's just because I run out of things to say, and you just had more to <laughs> keep going. Well, I was going on like three tangents in a row, so I guess that'll do it. All right. Well, we are 22 minutes in. And we haven't talked about... And what's about... the other email? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the lovely emails, Thomas. You really you, sent Thomas. us on a ride there. Um, <laughs> Jordan writes in again. Uh, oh, yeah. I remember Jordan. Jordan, what did he originally say? This is confusing. <laughs> is it just not? Oh, no, no, no. It's not confusing. It's because okay. it's he replied to... to I, I replied to his email originally. I'm not writing replies to emails anymore because I'm just reading them on the air. Yeah, yeah. At, originally, I was replying to emails. Um and I was lo- I was reading his original email, thinking it was a new one. Anyway, I got gotcha. you. That's really good, entertaining stuff, huh? <laughs> so he, first of all, he he says thanks for recommending the NPC podcast. I started playing Warband because of it, and just recently started my own kingdom. Kingdom, absolutely loving it. So nice. Check out non-player contract in the computable podcast feed if you want to learn more about Warband. Oh, it's coming out soon, isn't it? it Early is, access. Yeah. Oh my god! I'm you so know, excited. I read a. I, this is nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I read a Reddit post about, um, you know, what's your what what game has caused you to sink the most time into it? And guess what the top comment was? It was Warband. Of course, man. I was like, wow, that's funny. Like, it's the hook is so satisfying, and you can just get lost doing it, man. Really, go check it out if you haven't if you haven't heard of it or played it. Yeah, Mountain Blade Warband. What we did was I challenged Brevin to play through it and quote unquote beat it. 
um, which isn't really a thing. He gave me an objective to do, and I did it. Yeah, and he, he was he <laughs> went in completely fresh, didn't know how to get off horses, <laughs> didn't know how to block anything. Oh, oh gosh, was that, was, that was so funny. It was fun, though. And he, you took a, you took a dark turn towards the end. I did. That we yeah. won't spoil, but check it out. Check it out. Um, okay, so, oh, and okay, I remember Jordan because when we brought him up, you we were like, he, and then you said, <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know who said what, but then you're like, well, how's it, how's the name spelled? As if that <laughs> matters. That matters. <laughs> you said I'm a male person as per the gender <laughs> debate about my name. <laughs> um, he's listening to, the, to our most recent episode, which would have been last week, and laughing my. A off. Laughing my butt off. Laughing my butt off at Brevin trying to explain and reproduce the police siren from St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds me. I could talk about it more because it happened again. Well, <laughs> yeah, I remember, I'm thinking back, I, I remember just like being like, like dumbfounded with my mouth agape while you were doing this. And like, I don't know what you're talking about. So I wasn't laughing because I didn't know. But now that he explained it, I'm like, oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> you were like, oh, like, I can't whistle, but oh my god! I can imitate it better today because I heard it very recently. So, so <laughs> once we finish it, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Well, okay, do it for us right now, will you? It's it's so picture like a whistle that they use in like a soccer game or like a sports game. It's very similar to that, and they just blow it a bunch of times. So like, I'm gonna try and do it. <laughs> I can't. Well, do it first now. of all, can you whistle? Yeah, I can. I can't go as high as they go. That's the issue. Do it. Do it at that tone. It doesn't sound right. It sounds stupid that way. Oh, you have it to get stupid it that way. Oh. <laughs> well, you know what? Don't worry about it because Jordan sent in a YouTube yes, link with what it sounds like, and I, I no, was dying. Hear. Oh, did you listen to it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. That yeah, it's pretty close. I don't remember going that low. <laughs> well, this is just a generic, like, police whistle oh, okay, sound okay. effect. <laughs> <laughs> but I love the idea of you hearing that and being like, wow, their sirens are weird. <laughs> like, just that, that sounds like a whistle, right? <laughs> I don't know why it didn't sound like a... It, it sounded way more like a whistle today when I played than versus when I played before. I was like, wow, that's a weird siren. Oh, my gosh. I expected Beverly. lights to roll up on me. That's all we got for emails. Oh, that was great, though. That was, yeah, thank that was you the so funniest much, email by Please far. Please write in more. Oh, wow. You're actually giving out a... I'm giving out. That was funny. Yeah, that, that was made me laugh. funny. Well, I... We're... Just the absurdity of me. I, I need to go back and listen to the <laughs> yeah. episode and just hear me do Because I had no idea. I was like, uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. I think I know what you're talking about. I think uh, I heard... I even specifically wrote down that I heard the whistles again, and I was going to bring them up if he... <laughs> in the mission. Thankfully, Jordan brought them up Oh, already. man, that's so funny. So, bring us to... What's the first thing you did this week in your two hours? <laughs> God. First thing I oh, did, I- uh, write into reddeadcast at gmail.com if you want to want us to read your email on the show. Or, you know what? If you don't want us to read it on the show, you can just say that in the email. I'll That's true, and yeah. It. And we'll respond to it. Yeah, I'll respond. I mean, to if it. you don't want a response, then you can. <laughs> yeah, say, don't read if you this did. on the show or respond to this email. <laughs> and, and if you don't want us to read it, then you can just start with that. Then we if, won't read it. If you, we'll have to at least read the subject line to know. Not to read the body of the email. <laughs> don't read this. Um, okay. What do you I, think, Brevin? If someone writes in and does that, do we not read it? We don't read it. We, we really don't we read abide it. abide by their wishes. What if... Really? No. We read it. Are you kidding me? I'm not going to let that... I sort of think it would be funny if we just didn't read it. 
<laughs> just never comments on it. Because now it's now it could be anything. That's true. Someone's going to do it. You realize that now, right? Someone's going to send it in. Yeah, but everyone's going to listen to this and say, ah, I'm not going to do it. Someone else is going to do it. So no one's going to do so it. So no one's going to do it. Is that mob mentality? Or that's the opposite of mob mentality? That is a bystander, bystander effect. Bystander, that's what that is. There we go. <laughs> mob mentality when people... Like, someone give them CPR. Someone call 911 and no one does. That's mob mentality. <laughs> yes. <laughs> everyone's like, well, everyone else doesn't want them to give them CPR, so... <laughs> All right, first things first. I bought a new outfit. Oh, joy. And let me just show it to you. This and is I'll, I'll explain what I was trying to go for with it. The Dutch dress of the week. Dutch dress of the week. All right, here we go. And oh. I did it in photo mode. Let me uh, let me enlarge this a little. So we can actually scroll around the image and Yeah, now have I have it, yeah, I have it set up freak so we can freak us. out. Check uh, we'll be posting this image to our Instagram account. Yes, we will. Look us up on Instagram at Red Dead Cast. Um, and you can also just click on the link in the uh, podcast description. So can you tell what I've changed? All right. So do you remember? I'll try to keep it's, my it's, it's not the best photo for telling what colors were. I took it like literally right before I left because I was like, I need to take. A yeah, photo it looks of what all look brown like. in this lighting because he's facing away from the sun with green in the background. Let's see. He's got a more classic cowboy hat. It's the same hat, actually. Really? It is. No difference in color. I kept it the exact same. Wow. It's crazy that you can zoom in this much and you haven't lost that much detail. Yeah, this is insane, man. A nice, is that a leather jacket? It's, um, I don't, you ask me materials, man. I don't know what it's made what out of. What does it feel like? <laughs> it's very comfortable. Uh, it's like, uh, it's like a normal type of cowboy jacket that's not leather. Like, what's the other material they a would cowboy use? cowboy jacket. Uh, like denim? I guess so, yeah, but it's like a red denim. A red, de- <laughs> red dead denim? <laughs> red, so he's got the nice red dead denim jacket. And then and he's got a brown undershirt, which you, you really cannot see. You can see a little bit. Yeah. If you zoom up a little bit right there, you can see it. We can see his shirt peeking out. <laughs> uh, he's got a sawn-off shotgun in the holster. Yep. Are you using that. that? No, I never use that. Oh. I just take out the double barrel every time I need it. A uh, nice pair of blue jeans. And down here is the big change. He's got cuffed pant legs. Yeah. That's the big change? Well, the boot, he's not wearing boots. Oh. What, are, what are they? They're like not dress shoes, but like... Oxfords is that what that would be? That's what dre- dress Oxfords are dress shoes though. They're like they're like non-dressy Oxford <laughs> Oxfords. They're loafers maybe. Loafers, yeah, they're like some loafers. See the way. So I went for this because we're now in the city, and I feel like Arthur wants to try and fit in just enough, uh-huh. and like his personality like, doesn't. fit I in. guess is what city folk dress like. And yeah, so he's like, <laughs> you instantly start talking like that, and I just change my accent to fit in. <laughs> um, so he thought he'd take off the uh, cowboy boots. It's really cool, though, to have... And I also changed the jacket. The jacket that I was wearing before um, wasn't... It hung down, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, it, it covered, like, my butt, basically. Like a duster. Yeah, like a duster. Now he's got, like, a normal cut jacket. No butt cover No butt him. cover for him. Um, what do you think? If if, uh, if Arthur goes to school today with those with his legs cuffed up like that... Is it, this is, like, a, this is a deep cuff. This is, like... Oh, yeah, it's three inches, three to four inches of cuff. I think he looks good. Is that cool now? That's cool. If it, All right, hold on. If I saw a guy roll up at school in this outfit. You're talking the whole outfit. Sure, I'm talking sure, the sure, whole sure. outfit. Well, first of all, I'd be afraid if someone. Oh, I'd be terrified. Well, okay, drop the guns. No, <laughs> please assume there's no guns. <laughs> but just dressing up like a cowboy, like, I don't know about that. That's a bit much. Especially yeah, where we live. I can assume that. What can... do you mean where we... Oh, so you think... If someone in the did this south? In... in the south, it would be more acceptable. Because they ride know, their horses man. to school, you know? What are you talking I'm about? Just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Listen, if you live in the south and you ride your horse to school, please write in. 
That might be a thing, honestly. I don't know. I, I doubt it, but... <laughs> it, it, this would make more sense in the South. Oh, you know what we should do? What? Thomas, are cuffed pants cool? Could you pull that off if you wore that to school in Winnipeg, Canada? I, I, I'd be I think, curious to know. I think we'll, we'll post it and, and take a look at it. I, I think it looks cool. Well, the outfit, I'm not trying to say the outfit doesn't look cool. I These think the cuffed pants also look good. Look at the, if you're wearing it with like fancier shoes, it looks good. And it, it's got to be really nice fitting pants. Like those fit good. There's no bag, well, it's barely any bagginess. Yeah, it, and they're, they're cuffed perfectly. But like, how much thought are you putting into those jeans? You're putting a lot of thought in those And why jeans. not just, why not just get jeans that are the right length? So no, but the, to cuff them. See, the thing is though, if you don't get them cuffed, they don't have that, you know how they have, on the underside of jeans, you have the lighter color? So, it, 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 the opposite of balance. What is that? What is that? The opposite of balance? Yeah, it doesn't balance. I'm not trying to say it balances out the jeans, like, where you've got all dark and then it suddenly turns white at the bottom. It complements. Thank you. That's not the opposite of balance, but it was what I wanted. <laughs> oh, are you thinking of, like, the color wheel? <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> okay. It complements the darkness of the blue in the jeans, because you've got a lighter white. Mm. And then you've got the embroidery there. On the bottom. You know what I like about cuff jeans? What do you like? They say, listen, I got this pair of jeans. I haven't grown into them yet. Mm-hmm. Maybe I never will. But I'm going to wear them because I own them. It's a practical look. It is. However, they're exposing the the inside, the weaker part of the fabric. <laughs> I Tyler is now lifting up his jeans. Yeah, they're not jeans. These are like khakis. Because if I... If I, well, first of all, these are too short. See, it doesn't even work with khakis. Khakis are, khakis are the same colors. So it's a different color that makes now, it work. Now, see, if I do it with my sweatpants right now, it's the same color. So it doesn't make a difference. <laughs> Cuffing your sweatpants. <laughs> all right. I think we, we might have talked enough about um, Martha's pants. But you like what I was going for? I really the, like with this. The, uh, the more of an, um, it's a new Arthur Morgan. Fit, trying to fit I like in with that the city. you didn't go all city too. It would no. be easy to get like a full tuxedo and be like, "Oh, City Arthur." No, I, no, I, it's it's Arthur who's city. trying to hold on to who he is, but also trying to fit in a little bit. Yeah, and I like that a lot. I like that, and I like it's that. very cool to see him from behind with like without boots on. Like he looks like a normal character, like not a cowboy kind of. Hate to see him leave, left to watch him go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, that's that's the only photo I have. His hands look so realistic. I can't even. Let's, let's zoom in on those. I can't I'm, even I'm get spinning, them. I'm spinning the photo. Look at that. That's crazy. Look at that. You man. can see the veins and stuff. Veins and stuff. The fact that I'm I'm zoomed in this much and okay, the grass doesn't look good, but the hand looks really good. It holds up really well. <laughs> the hand holds up really well. <laughs> the hand holds up really well. <laughs> it's a really efficient um, muscle for picking up things and i also want to talk about too just for a second the um how good photo mode is in this game yeah so brevin you haven't been taking pictures with photo mode yeah so the other photos like the one of my horse and the one of arthur i think on the instagram the first two photos those were not taken in photo mode because i didn't know it existed you've been giving me a hard i've been had sorry i've been having a hard time framing them because i've had to cut out cut out the radar Mm-hmm. Even I think one of them I just gave up and I was like, the <laughs> radar the is radar. In this picture, whatever. Um, but yeah, no, that's not an issue anymore. Yeah, it is really good. I mean, it's not like it's anything crazy. Like Forza, um, which is a racing game, has a really good photo mode as well, and I use it all the time. But it, it the the world looks so good. That's you awesome. Photo mode in Red Dead Two. You pause it and press the back button. I don't know how to do it on keyboard, but oh, that's a weird way to do it, huh? Okay, think so. Have you taken any pictures with the in-game camera? There is. I didn't even realize there was an in-game camera. Is that a spoiler? There's no way. You must have it by now. I think you get it from the wildlife photographer, stranger. Oh, maybe, yeah. 
Yeah, I think you do. You don't take a photo. I've never taken a photo with it, but maybe I have it. I'll have to check. I'll, I'll, I'll report back on that. Let me know. And I'll try it. Why does that even exist? Why not? There's a photo mode. Be, if you want to be super immersed. <laughs> I don't want to it open a menu. For the, for the Red Dead Reflection Instagram account. Oh, well, the photo mode or the, the old school camera? No. <laughs> Not the Red Dead Cast Instagram account. Oh, okay. For Red the Dead other Reflection, one. which we are not affiliated with, <laughs> where the guy took pictures using the in-game Ooh. camera. You didn't, try it we've out, talked man. about this, and you just like... I don't remember talking about the, the in-game camera. Yes, specifically, that's what the hook of that Instagram account is. He took those pictures using the in-game camera. I thought I, I took it as in-game as in this camera. No. How could you get that confused? Because it's in-game. I'm just <laughs> I, I understand. What a world we, we live in, huh? Where such complexities can exist. In, <laughs> it's, all right, I'm just going to stop. Yeah, move next photo. Do you got another No, one? I don't have another photo. Oh, okay. How's yeah. Taya doing? Taya's good. Taya's just, um, you know, we're, we're at full bond. <laughs> I was going to say something else. We're at full bondage. That's how it's about to drop. <laughs> that is not what that means, but... Um, <laughs> All right. Nothing's really changed with Tay. <laughs> okay. We're thanks. still doing the same thing. Uh, do, you, do you feel do you feel a need to get a new horse at all? No, not even close. Why would I waste my time? Well, you know what? I have checked the stable a few times, but it's always been worse than Taya. Really? Yeah. I haven't wow. found because Taya's the absolute highest speed and like the second highest acceleration. She just has low health, but like she doesn't get shot. She's too fast. Yeah, I do feel like that's a weird <clears throat> thing in the horse mechanics where you have these war horses that have a lot of health, but what are you doing where a horse with more health is more beneficial than a fast horse? Uh, the only way that would work is if, like, you could get off your horse and, like, take cover behind that's it. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. You know the Assassin's Creed thing screwed where you can hide behind the horse? Are you familiar with that? I know, but that makes sense that you could do that. You, and, like, like you are, wouldn't be seen. You're riding on the horse and then all of a sudden you're... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Side. Yeah, I do remember that. While people are shooting at your horse, and you're just like, "Sorry, hold on, just a little longer." You Poor have a whole horse. half bar left left of health. Yeah, see, I wouldn't want to do that. I feel bad for the horse. Every time the the horse is involved in like a shooting event, I get upset about the horse. So, do you think that it is morally okay <clears throat> to ride horses? I you, this is this is one of those questions where like, of course, it's not morally okay to like take advantage of. No, and then I guess it is kind of. It, I think it's okay. Mm. It's one of the, it's it's a it's a tough. That's tough. It's like, is it morally okay to have a dog as a pet? It's like that same thing, except a little bit different. Because this is something I don't understand about vegans, right? Because they, <clears throat> I understand what the vegan diet is. No animal related products. Yeah. No milk. No eggs. No nothing that uses animals as a means to an end, mm-hmm. essentially. But. Do vegans have pets? Yeah, I know a vegan who has a pet. Is she or are I just I shouldn't assume it's a woman. It are, is. It is. Are they representative of all vegans? Are they like the ambassador, the vegan ambassador? No, she doesn't like brag about it. That's what you're trying to say. I'm not at all trying to say that. <laughs> I was just trying to. I was. I'm being a, a jerk essentially okay, by okay. saying like, oh well, is that, is, is that all vegans? <laughs> uh, what I'm trying to say is, if you're not allowed to eat meat because that causes suffering to an animal in the process, then how are you allowed to have a dog as a pet under the assumption that the dog cannot decide whether or not to be your pet? Therefore, 
Because if if you <sighs> let me play devil's advocate, I can see this where what a vegan would argue against you. They would be like, "Well, I am saving their life. I am making their life, you know, very good compared to what it could be if they were leaving, living on the street." But then you could say, "Well, I mean, my my life of my chicken is really good, and then I and then I kill it, and then I eat it." Which and then I guess they would be like, "Well, that's terrible because you're, you're a terrible person." But I don't no, know. No, but that's why? Not what vegans would say. <laughs> like you. I guess you're put, you're cutting the chicken's life short, and that could be construed as making it worse. That's a whole other yeah. This is a whole other topic. You're getting into a very uh very t- not touchy. Subject, but it, but, but I wonder like if you let's say you take home a puppy, right? Okay. And you are like, all right, listen, I don't want to I don't want to assume that you want me are as an talking, owner. Okay, we're talking. Hold on, are we talking to the dog? Yeah, we're talking to the dog. Okay, just you, sure. They put the dog on the floor, got the little baby eyes. <laughs> yep. And you're like, listen. <laughs> just picturing, listen, <laughs> puppy. You listen to me, puppy. <laughs> I know that I, sh- I should not impose my culture and laws upon you, so I'm going to let you decide. I'm going to leave my door open all the time. And if you want to, I have food and water for you and a place for you to do your business. But if you want to, you can leave. <laughs> Right? Is that is that more morally correct to give them the out? And then, furthermore, does the dog stay? Well, you could argue that it's less morally correct because now the dog could possibly be a danger to society. Depends what kind of dog it is. What if it's like a really big dog and you have a big dog just roaming the streets? It could kill a kid. And now you're on that. So you think it's morally irresponsible. See, that's what I was going to say, too, is that dog didn't choose to be born either. If it was Well, no dog is shooting. See, but none of these, none of none of the world has choose to be born. We were all born out of the Big Bang, according. That's the theory. I didn't choose this life. We didn't. None of us did. The Earth didn't even choose this life. The universe didn't. Depending on your belief system. That's true. Maybe you believe that the Earth willed itself into being. Oh, all right, man. Can we move on? Uh, actually, yeah, <laughs> you're about to drop it now. <laughs> no, we need to keep talking about this. Let's talk missions. All right. Missions. What are those? <laughs> This is just a show where we talk about whatever comes to mind, right? We just threw it under a Red Dead type it's basically theme. related. Just the only thing that's related to Red Dead is the theme. That's it. That's the other things. Very good. We'll use that next week. Perfect. Um, all right. First mission. This was a really good mission. Um, the only thing is, I don't remember. Maybe you'll remember. Do you remember the, the gambling mission? Not gambling mission. You go to a boat and you gamble and you do a robbery. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How did they get the information for this? Like, I know I know. Um, Trelawney is the one behind it. He, he, he figures out that this boat exists. But where does he get it from? I, you're asking the wrong guy. That's what I mean. I, I was I, thinking I about this you after. these questions and then you don't know. So but that's what I mean. Cause I don't know. And I think this is the worst part about when I play this game and then come across something like a robbery. And I'm like, I don't know where they figured this out from. And this is one of those things. I'm going to, I'm going to suggest or make an assumption that if you don't know where they got the information from, then it doesn't matter. Okay. Let's just say Trelawney heard it from he overheard a it while guy in the city. bar and now they did this thing. All right. Cause it seemed like. I don't. I don't know. It, I don't. I don't think it was an illegal, shady like boat doing gambling. You know what I mean? Like it seemed like it was pretty legal stuff. It was high class. It was very high class. So I don't know. Anyway, it was a great mission. So what this mission involves is you go with Trelawney. You go with Javier, which is awesome because Javier has not been utilized at all in this game. Mm-hmm, so it's mm-hmm. cool to see him. And you go with Strauss. 
And what your objective is... Wait, you go with Strauss? Really? Yeah, Strauss is... It's four of you guys that go and rob this I boat. Didn't, I never noticed that. Which is... The reason why I love this mission is that it's got a really weird cast of characters. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't picture Strauss or Trelawney going to rob It's like something. all the other actors were busy that week, so for yeah. this episode... We're yeah. going to take some... Uh, we're going to take some outliers. So, the objective of the mission is that apparently someone's paid off somebody else like Trelawney or Strauss has paid off the ga- the um, dealer at the tra- at the tables where you're playing Texas Hold'em to give you really good cards so you're going to win mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and you're playing against this guy I don't remember his name but he's like this like a tycoon of some sort was some he, rich was guy. He the guy was he is he... the guy yeah he he's not like he is named but I don't remember what's the guy's name no do you remember his name I don't think it's important like he's never been mentioned before this part oh what it's not it's not the guy from the beginning that you stole the bonds from it's on not the train. cornwall no cornwall Leviticus no. cornwall okay he's mentioned because Arthur goes in there and he poses as a um as an oil tycoon and he's ah. like I don't know you like I'm surprised I don't know who you are and he's like you will soon <laughs> love that response um, oh Arthur is awesome yeah he's got some good ones uh and the other thing too I like is that he brings up the fact that you must know Cornwall, and I don't remember what Arthur says about him. Probably nothing cool, but it's cool that you know Cornwall gets brought up a little bit. Um, so how this works is you're gambling with him, and Strauss is sitting in the background. That's right. I remember this. Yeah, it's just very cool. This is like this is like something out of a movie more mm-hmm. than a game, where you're bid, you're doing your bids or whatever, and you can look in first person at Strauss, and he'll nod his head if he thinks you should bet. He's sitting behind. Um, this guy, whatever his name is. And you guys play each other and you gamble and you get like every single hand you're getting either like pocket queens or pocket kings. Like you're getting yep. some really absurd hands to get over and over again. But it's just cool to it's cool to do this little dynamic thing for like five minutes, whatever. You end up coming out with like thousand dollars. A really creative, nonviolent yeah, exactly. action. Very cool. I liked it a lot. Um one thing I did notice, and this is we're gonna bring up racism again for another for another episode the pit boss in this can mission. we do can we do it we almost made it without racism this time no we're we're only like we're not even close to done with this episode <laughs> we almost made it there was so many other times i could have brought it up <laughs> okay well, we made it further than many episodes I know, I'm just i'm just being a jerk all right <laughs> but maybe the point is that racism should always be brought up because it still exists that's you know? true that's think true. about it um the pit boss though is extremely racist mm-hmm. and like he's like the most racist character by far i think is even appeared in the game besides the kkk Maybe he's more racist. I don't know. He's eh, I don't know. Well, I guess he's saying it during the middle of the day, although this mission takes place at night. He's saying it around people. He's not going into the forest and like going <laughs> okay. to do his bidding. Keeping your racism nice and classy and private. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm a yeah. racist, but not during the day. Not the- <laughs> I only do it when no one can see. <laughs> I'm sensible. Yeah, okay. Um he makes a comment. So Javier, the way that his use to the mission is that he's there posing as a guard. Um and the first thing the pit boss says, he's guarding this. So this is a really weird dynamic. Let me bring this up. Th- th- this this guy that you're bidding against says, I'll give you a watch. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why we're allowed to go to the safe upstairs. But how how did they know this guy was going to give these people a watch? I was so confused at this. They didn't know. Then how would they have gotten to the safe? It's like they they It's like everything just came together perfectly. And it was like, well... There's a safe on this boat. Oh. You see what I'm trying to say? I see. I think, well, I think what they're, what they're doing is, listen, we're going to play the crowd and see what happens. And, and hopefully we'll find a way to the safe. But, but it's like really hidden, the safe. It's at the top of the boat. 
Like, you're not getting to the safe unless you get escorted. Okay. There. How about this? Maybe they know that this guy owns the boat or they know that he has access to the safe on the boat. Mm-hmm. So if we leech him of all of his money and gambling, eventually he's probably he's not going to want to lose, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, he gets really upset. He starts losing. So he'll either go upstairs to the safe and get more money. Oh. That's probably what they thought was going to happen. Yeah. And then this happened instead, and it's like, okay. That's good. All right. You explained it. Yeah. Makes sense. I was I'm, so confused when it was happening. I was like, why did this just work out way too perfectly? Um, but yeah, he bets He bets a watch, and he's like, I got to go upstairs to go get it. Or I'll have someone. If you win, I'll have somebody go upstairs and get it, which is the pit boss. So the pit boss mentions to Javier like that they're, oh, what was the word he uses? It's not. No, it is a it is a racist word, but it's like it's not like the N word. It's not like a really absurd one, <laughs> which sounds terrible to say. But you know what I'm trying to say, right? Yeah, I don't know. We we don't need to even. I don't remember try what it think is of what it was. But I don't, he was being racist. He was being extremely racist to him, um, saying you know, something like, "How could you get a job?" Yeah, how yeah. I'm surprised we hire people like you. We trust you with a gun. Yeah, things like yeah. that. And he was like, "Next thing you know, we'll be hiring black people." Yep, that was exactly what he said. Nice. I like how they have like tears of like how racist you should be. <laughs> He was God, too far that's on that. terrible. <laughs> God. Um, so yeah, you go up there, and this was really cool. You get up to the um, safe room, and he starts, you know, opening it up or whatever. He finally gets it open, and he does make sure that he he like tells you that he has a gun on him. Like he's like, I'm important here, the pit boss, so I get to have a gun on me. He says it much more gracefully than I did, of course, and it fits in the situation. Me important, me have gun. Me have gun. Um, it's it's like telling them exactly that. So I, what, think, I think they're like, yeah, people aren't allowed to carry guns on this boat, but, but I, I am. am. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so he gets it open, and you, you, Javier points the gun at him and tells him, like, you know, put your hands up or whatever. And then Arthur steals the gun out of his holster, and he starts opening the safe or whatever. And this guy has two guns on him, and I thought that was so cool, because he reaches in his in his jacket, I'm assuming, or whatever, and pulls out another gun, and it goes into dead-eye mode, and you shoot him in the head, and that, it was, it was just epic. Yeah. It's very cool. Never um, assume they only have one gun. I know, I wasn't folks. expecting it at all. But, um... that yeah, I just want to bring up, remember mm-hmm. that the Blackwater job that went bad was another riverboat. Oh, was that? I didn't realize it was a riverboat. Or whatever you call these boats. Yeah, it's, it know. looks like a riverboat. Um, so that gunshot ends up alerting all the guards on there. And they're like, what the hell's going on? Mm-hmm. So you end up going to get into a little gunfight, a little scuffle with a couple of the guards. <laughs> what? Little? That's a little. I know. You fight. You probably kill like eight people. It's But compared to like some of the other missions where you're killing like <laughs> the, like an entire... Just a minor massacre. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're erasing an entire human you know, family. Yep. <laughs> opposed to any other type of family. Um I love the fact, too, after they rob it, it lets you go back down and, like, try and, like, blend in with the crowd a little bit while they're trying to figure out what's going on. And there's, like, guards running around. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember that. Yeah. And and then some guy's like, that's him! And it just breaks into complete chaos. <laughs> like, yeah, you're, like, flipping tables over. And yeah, stuff. yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's, it's a cool mission. And then you just jump off the... You jump off the boat and just swim to shore. I thought that was, like, wow, that's... <laughs> Not what I was expecting. I thought someone would show up in like a boat. Someone's gonna have jet skis. Yeah, or just even show up in a boat. They could have someone from the gang start rowing towards that boat and everyone hop in. I guess, yeah. That well, would be I better than swimming. Isn't the money getting all wet? I don't think they were planning on getting or getting caught. Which is sort of stupid. No, you should have a backup plan. Yeah. What's the worst that's gonna happen? This guy rowed all his self out to this boat I for no reason thinking, like this is crazy that we're on a boat like what do we, there's nowhere to go and yeah. we're doing this stuff 
And they're just like, oh, let's jump in the And they're stealing a lot of money, too. This isn't, like, a minor crime. This is, like, the most take, they, or How the biggest take. It? Do you remember? Six grand. Oh, wow, okay. And your, your take is, like, a grand, or, like, $800. I think it's 750 And that's split between, like, a bunch of people. So yeah. It's it's a big take. There's a lot. I got a lot of money from doing all these missions. But, yeah, that was it was a really fun mission. That's really cool. cool. One of my favorite, I think, so far in this game. Um, So, next mission... This was crazy. Do you have anything else to say on the boat mission? No, it was really it. Was Afterwards, fun. what were people's saying? What was the mood? Were they, were they like, oh, good job, guys? Was Everyone the, was like, good like... job, yeah, because I mean, we got away with it. Wow. And I love how, too, um, when you when it brings you back into, like, you know, you're back in the open world or whatever, the first thing you hear is that there's a riverboat robbery from, like, a newspaper guy. It's very cool. Like, the, the day has passed or whatever. That's cool. Yeah, Just I a nice like little that. touch. Um, so, next mission. Wow, this one uh, really, this one really caught me off guard. You you go back and it it says it's a Sadie mission, which I, I I've noticed a few times that this game has said like this mission is from this person and like Sadie wants to talk to you or whatever, and the mission barely has anything to do with them. I think it's a great way to like keep you on your toes. Keep you on your toes, like you have no idea what's because you talk to Sadie, of course, you're like, how are you doing or whatever, what's going on. Um, and then Dutch comes up and talks to you and is like, do you mind if I steal Arthur? Yeah. Literally like that. And then it's nothing to do with Sadie, basically, for the rest of the mission, except a little later. But at first, I was like, okay, what's going on? So the, um, oh my god, I almost called him O'Connor. Or O'Driscoll. I've been doing that the entire podcast. And I have no you idea You just why. hate people named O'Connor. I, I guess so. <laughs> the O'Driscoll gang shows up to your, um, to your home. Yep. And starts just destroying everything. But the worst part is, Kieran shows up without his head on. And I was like, what is that? And then I realized he didn't have a head on. And like, what? It, it literally, I was like, what? He was holding his head on He's his He's holding lap. his head on his lap, riding a horse in. Like, what? <sighs> yeah. That's like straight out of a horror movie. It, it is. It's <laughs> like, that is, Yeah. That's, like, like that's if, so brutal. If Sean's death was anticlimactic and like sudden, Kieran is the opposite of that. It's like, oh my god. Yeah. And everyone's just like horrified, and then everyone's like, action starts. Yeah, and then it's a media like. I love this. This might sound weird that I even like picked up on this, but I love the way that the O'Driscolls are dressed in this mission. They look like terrifying. Do you remember what they're wearing? No. They're wearing, like, all the same... They're wearing exactly the same thing. So, it's like you're fighting a bunch of clones. It's like a never-ending army of people that all look exactly the same. And they're wearing masks. Like, like oh, robed masks. the creepy ones with just the eye holes. Yeah. Yeah. It's creepy looking. And there's just so many of them. There's, like, 50 of them at least. And they all come in... Like, I genuinely was like, we're gonna get kicked out of our house right now. Because there's so many people here. Yeah. Um, and, like, there's certain parts where you get pushed back further and further towards the house... And like like six people just appear out of nowhere, all ro- like wearing the exact same thing. This is like this mission. This mission is like the action mission so far of the game. There's just it's insane how many people there was to shoot. Um, and the fact that it doesn't give you all your guns, I noticed that too. It only gives you a repeater. Like I didn't have my shotgun, which I was kind of annoyed you, with. You weren't on your horse when it started. No, and I wasn't expecting to get in a gunfight. Yeah, that's I I I think it's, it's interesting like one of how the, they handle that. It's one of those mechanisms where it's like it's cool, but sometimes it's annoying. Where you have to go back to your horse to get Well, I, I don't know. It's sometimes it's nice to have an excuse to use your pistols, too, because you end That's up using true, yeah. your rifles so much. I did use my, my pistol a lot during this mission. Um, I always like to switch it up when I'm using the repeater. Switch back to the pistol. <sighs> so, Kieran's dead. Kieran's dead. What's there to be said about Kieran? Um, I, I liked after the... Oh, wait, hold on. Let me, let me finish the mission, then I'll, I'll talk okay. about that. Um, so, th- there's this one part where 
Sadie decides, so everyone's obviously, it's really cool to watch everyone get like um, motioned into the house. Like you're, you're literally saving everyone. It makes everyone feel like a combined family, which is awesome. Um, but Sadie, for some reason, decides that it's smarter to stay outside and fight. Do you remember this part? I think she was like trying to flank them or draw them away like, from what? people getting into the house. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Isn't that dumb? It's dumb I as think hell. It's selfless. It, no, because she's risking Arthur's life to go save her. Like she would have died. Oh, she got in trouble. Yeah. Are you and sure she's she screaming? Wasn't just cut off from the house, like getting back in. It, no, because the well, the reason why I think she wasn't is that after you save her and do whatever, Arthur does his little diary thing, where he says, you know, Sadie's braver than all of us and i'm like no she's not she's dumber than all of you guys because she's staying outside she's like she's reckless and she was was she screaming like in terror or was she screaming for help screaming for help so then it wasn't really like a selfless like i'll sacrifice myself thing no she i think she i don't remember her screaming like bloody murder um and then but the thing is is like she's like not instead of running straight towards the house, you're kind of like following her outside and you're just murdering a bunch of people, which is cool. But like, it, it just, it's, I don't know, man. Sadie, Sadie's not fitting, feeling good with me right now. She, she fell down on the bracket, the lover's A little bit, bracket. yeah, because I was just annoyed. And the fact that Arthur said that too, I was like, really, Arthur? Come on. You know, she was being dumb. I mean, it might, maybe he's just being polite. Maybe, like, but he's writing his diary. You have to be polite in your diary. <laughs> well, if she ever finds this, I want to say the right thing, right? <laughs> Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to, f- I, I feel like I'm being really critical of the last two missions I've talked about. Not really. What you don't do you think mean? so? Last two. Well, I talk. I was talking about how like the gambling thing, how does it make sense that they go up to the safe? Like, I'm not, I'm just, I just, I played these extremely recently. So it's all really fresh in my mind. And these are the Did things that I was thinking. for like two hours before yeah. you came over? Literally. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh, Brevin, that is offensive to me how is that offensive now it's fresher in my mind so you i can waited, have these you had a whole week and you wait until right before to play for two hours yeah you're lucky i went on a rant about parodies <laughs> in south park the thing is though i know you're gonna do that so <laughs> <laughs> i don't have to worry about plan. worry about timing um that's why i told you today's episode i don't know how long it's gonna be <laughs> well we're, we're doing well no, for we're ourselves doing um so yeah i don't know i don't know if she's i i think people might be let us know how you th- how you feel about sadie i personally really like her i do like her too but this was just ridiculous yeah it was like it was like a micah moment oh you think it was like micah level of of being yeah of being dumb of doing things for no reason i you also have to consider that she is less uh experienced, experienced yeah. than everyone else and more trying to prove herself yeah and which she actually explicitly says right before the mission starts um She's like, she says to Dutch, you know, when are you going to take me on, like, one of these robberies or whatever? That's, it. see? So she's like, all right, now's my chance to be, be like, ah, I'll, I'll draw them this all is, away from the house. This is why I talk about this, so you can tell me why I'm not, or why I'm not right. <laughs> tell you why you're wrong. Tell me why I'm wrong. No, no, that no, makes no, sense. Man. That, like, I completely forgot about that detail, and now the, the whole thing makes sense. You have to think of sense. it from the character's perspective and what, what's, what's going on in their mind, because it she, doesn't make her any less dumb, but... Yeah, I mean, she is, she's a little, dumb is a weird word. I no, think. she's not dumb. She's a little reckless, I guess. Short, the best way short-sighted and. Of how dangerous, because yeah. she could have killed Arthur easily. Um, What else was I? Oh, yeah, you and you you wanted to talk about, um, you know, leaving off with Karen's gone. Arthur says, you know, you know, he was able to save my life, but I wasn't able to save his. And I was like, wow, that's, oh. that's really like, that's, that's really sad to He's hear. He's putting too much on yourself, Arthur. 
Because he was just captured from camp or something, right? Yeah, like, he just he shows up randomly. It's not even, like, mentioned that he's gone. He just, <sighs> his body just walks up by itself on a horse. Yeah, man. Which, by the way, how did they even manage to get his body to stand up so well? <laughs> it's like they, they coated him, like, some type of, like, freezing thing. Here's what I'm going to guess, right? You get the the feet in the stirrups. Okay. Which is already stabilizing. Yep. And then you get a board, and you prop it up through the back of his shirt oh okay and then with the hands the rigor mortis probably sets in so you can use that to like hold the head up there you go see this is why you need my perspective because <laughs> i'm trying to pick apart everything in this game no i'm kidding um i just i don't, I don't know <laughs> it was it's just creepy it's it's creepy as hell that's all i can say but i remember a couple episodes ago you were saying like why don't the pinkertons just rush them yep and take this over is exactly this what is happens. exactly like that scenario, it's not the Pinkertons, but the O'Driscolls are swarming the base, and it doesn't work, which is sort of crazy. I, yeah, I really thought that some like something bad was going to happen here, and they were going to have to like instantly, like we're just going to have to run off on our horses and leave everything, like that type of scenario, and come back for it. Um, I guess they had the high ground. They did have, <laughs> they had the high ground. Yeah. So, um, there you go. yeah, what a mission. Um, I even wrote down masks. I was like, wow, that is, that's just, I was very impressed by those masks, how terrifying they were. Um, oh yeah. So you remember how I talked about the, the whole oil thing with oh, Cornwall? I, uh, darn it. I don't have the character sheet, but I wanted to update it with the death of Kieran. We'll remember to do that. We'll remember. Um, who did you predict would die last time? I think it was like Ch- the next Charles person and. Oh, well, yeah, but I don't think Micah? those deaths are coming till later. I, like Kieran was a was a I don't want to say good character to kill off, but like a character that makes sense to kill off this early because he's like he's not a semi super, minor. Yeah, he's a semi minor, so he's a major character. Is that no semi minor? It depends how you look at that. Semi minor could mean like it, he's are leaning you more towards the semi to the negative or the positive yeah, minor. That's that's what I'm saying. It depends how you look at it. Yeah, <laughs> semi half empty glass or semi half full glass. All right. Is, what is that if even? the semi is applied to the empty, then it's a three-quarters full glass. If the semi is applied to the full, then it's a three-quarters empty glass. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's Think like, about it. You're putting a whole other level on, like... The optimism. The optimism. Ver- <laughs> yeah. Are you a semi-optimistic person? <laughs> I'm a semi-realist. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah. about the. You remember the last time I left off, the last mission I talked about was how the um, Native Americans want to get something on like cornwall or something like that they want to steal oil that's not what it was i figured out yeah you know how much native americans love crude oil Oil. (laughs) really what they're trying to do is i think they're trying to like this is my this is my idea of what they're trying to do they're trying to get incrim. well i know this they're trying to get incriminating documents that have to do with cornwall and i'm assuming they're like trying to shut down like his business in the area (sighs) using these incriminating documents i think and I, I don't know if I know this because I played the game all the way through, but even even if that's the case, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. So pardon the potential spoiler. That's fine. It's like super minor. I believe what they're saying is we, okay, the government wants the Native American tribe to leave their reservation. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to do it through some logical, quote unquote, reason. But the Native Americans think that they only want to do it because... They think that there's oil there on, on the reservation. Yep, yep. So they're trying to get some correspondence 
from Leviticus Cornwall that proves, yes, we're just in it for the oil. We don't really care about reason, whatever, mm-hmm. that they that they invented so that they could get the Native Americans to leave. Does that make sense? That makes sense, yeah. Makes yeah. perfect sense. So, um, so yeah, this uh, the you're not stealing oil. You're stealing incriminating documents. <laughs> you're not going to walk in there with a bucket and start walking <laughs> out with oil. <laughs> Um, the, so this, this mission is another one of those, uh, stealth missions where you don't have to kill anyone. Um, you can, you can sneak your way in. I, have you had any, um, honor, dishonorable choices lately? So I'll talk about this in a little bit in this mission. Okay. Um, when you're sneaking around, it, it wasn't difficult at all. I kind of just went for it and like all the, the, the paths of the AI or whatever work out. If you just go for it, like you'll get there. You just can't stop. Um, I did murder one person because... I didn't know. He was just looking out a window. I was like, he's going to turn around at some point, right? So, And I lost honor for doing that, which makes sense. He's just a worker. Was he? Did he have a gun? I honestly don't even know. <laughs> but I don't want him to shout, oh, there's a guy here. That would be that would be ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. I don't want him to do his yeah. job. I want to just, I'm going to kill him. But you and killed, then loot his body. You killed him in the service of the Native Americans. So, is that moral? But they probably wouldn't have asked you to kill anyone. I think, well, eh, we'll see. Um... <laughs> When we- <laughs> I think they would have. Okay. But um, you get into this room with this guy. I don't remember his name. It's not really important. Um, he has the documents. So you're like, hey, give me the documents. I'm going to beat you up. So mm-hmm. you beat him up a little bit and then he gives you the documents. Um, it's just another... Hats are flying. Hats are flying. Well, only one hat is flying. It's his his hat. You didn't lose your hat in this fight? No. It's, you're not even a fight. You're just beating up a guy. Oh, okay. You're just beating him. It wasn't a hand-to-hand fight. It was no, just- not at all. You just grab. There- I love the fact when you walk up to the desk, you're like... I need some documents. And you just grab him by, like, his, um, what are these things Suspenders. called? Suspenders. And you just yank him over the desk. <laughs> and he just goes flying. The Arthur's raw strength is just so cool. It's, See, John Marston couldn't do that. I don't no, think. that's not a, that's not a Marston move right there. That's an Arthur That's Morgan. an Arthur Morgan move. Yeah. <laughs> Arthur, Arthur Morgan's move of the week. Yes, there we go. We need more of those. Um, so you end, you end up beating, beating the crap out of him. And you get this document. And you jump out a window to get away. Um... Oh, yeah, because some guy shows up and he's like, hey, is everything all right in there? And Arthur's like, you better say everything's all right. So he's like, everything's all right. Um, <laughs> so you jump out a window and then you get cornered by like four guys that show up. And this actually scared the crap out of me. There's an explosion that goes off from the Native American guy. And it was so loud compared to everything else so far in this game. Like, I was like, Jesus. I literally jumped. That's when awesome. This one off. And it was, it's, it was a big explosion too, massive, like oil tanker or whatever. Um, so you get in a little gunfight. You end up killing a bunch of people. This is why I was saying, like, I don't know if he really didn't want to kill anyone. Maybe he saw that I was getting in trouble and was like, oh, I'm going to shoot this with an arrow and blow up this oil tanker. Why did you assume it's an arrow? Because he has a bow and arrow. On. <laughs> he's fighting with a bow and I noticed that specifically, too. When you're running away on your horse, he he's fighting them with a bow and arrow with these guys with guns. Which... See, you could do that, too. The bow and arrow is very fun. I want to go online and watch, after I'm done, watch someone play through this game with only the bow and arrow. That's had to have happened. Oh. Someone's done that. A bow and arrow playthrough. But I don't think it's that... I don't think using the bow and arrow is that hard. You sure about that, man? You cannot rapid... F- I'm picturing some of these missions where you're, like, swarmed with people. You cannot fire that thing that quick. Yeah, like... Well, like, when they're raiding after Kieran died. That's what I mean. That would be crazy. Or, like, the one where you're running through Valentine when you do that robbery there. Yeah, like, with all the that would be funny to me. But I'm gonna look it up once I'm done. I'm afraid I'll spoil something. Um, but, yeah. Cool yeah, mission. Um... Really? I, I even wrote, explosion scared me, IRL. Rather than scared you in the game. <laughs> Arthur was scared by the explosion. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the end of that mission. Um, you get 
a little bit of money out of it. You get like two hundred fifty dollars. So I got like a thousand dollars from the missions. Wow, that's very good. From like only three missions. Um, next mission, um, you or someone someone gets someone gets notice. I think it's uh, Dutch. I don't know who he gets notice from. Again, I have this issue where I just never know where people are getting this information from. That if you go to uh, like the train station or something like that, you can find a safe and rob get a bunch of money. You remember this? A uh, bus this, depot, something not bus depot. Uh, like no, like a trolley, like a trolley depot. S- yeah, which doesn't make like any that. sense. Like, why would Dutch fall for this? It ends up being a setup. But like, what tr- what uh, trolley depot uh, has so much money? Mm-hmm. Who's carrying more than two hundred dollars? That's not worth it to go rob a trolley depot in Saint Denis. <laughs> um, it's got to be over like two grand for this to be worth it. That's that's the thing, like. What's what is Dutch's reasoning here? Do you even? He thinks there's a lot of money to be had here. That's what his source says, quote unquote. His source. He just says source. Whatever, whoever it is, I don't remember who it is that oh, okay. that leads him on this. He gets information from somebody in the in the city that this trolley depot has a ton of money and it's safe. Like, Wait a okay. second, isn't it um the mob guy that sells? Them? Oh, is it? I was I, I was thinking that in my head, but I wasn't sure um, while I was playing the mission because they were playing the pronoun game and not saying who it was. I'm almost certain that it Ooh, is him. I'm excited then because that means that something's going to go down in the next few missions where we're going to confront him and be like, you set us up. Yeah, because... If- oh, yeah, you're right. You're 100% right. Because I'm pretty sure at the party or right before it, he specifically says, like, hey, go to this place and the trolley depots have money. Yeah. <clears throat> the only why- the only reason why I would think that they would have that much money is through some sort of a legal operation that they were you know doing through the depot mm-hmm. which um, makes sense man. that could definitely be a thing but yeah, I, don't know. I guess uh but yeah the, it definitely that's the credibility it's not just a, it's not just some guy he met at a bar it's like it's, angelo it's bronte, bronte who knows everything in the city um technically they don't have proof that he set him up either could have just been they just made like a money deposit <laughs> it's i think it's kind of a little ridiculous to jump on oh he set us up immediately but he here's what i don't get right yeah, angelo bronte Knows that there's a bunch of money in... Let's say that there actually is money there. Mm-hmm. Why would he tell them? To try and get their... To try and make them trust him more? That's really it. Yeah, but... Like, so he doesn't want the money, you're saying? He's just like... He doesn't need the money. He's already rich. So. so, like, this is this is the type of critical thinking that I think Dutch and Arthur don't apply. Like, like, why wouldn't he take this money instead of us? Just take a step back, take a breath for once in your life, and Talk just to me. say, well, yes, and Dutch. <laughs> like, okay, hold on. Angelo Bronte is telling me that there's money in this depot, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Why would he tell me that? It's, it's like a re- it's, it's, it's his, like a reward for It's his gift for for <laughs> coming to this place. Just give him money though. If he's got money, yeah, that's a little different, though. So, uh, I'm thinking... This is I know I'm what thinking. you're trying to like, say. What's more likely, that he actually... That there actually is money there, or that he's doing this as some means to an end? That's what... In that, yeah, I that want sense. you, Brevin, and listeners out there to apply that same critical thought to people and organizations that offer things to you, right? There's no such thing as a free lunch. So, well, unless you have a coupon. No. Literally, no. There's no... Even with a coupon... You are paying 
with your attention and your patronage to this company. What if someone else gets it from me with the coupon? Then what does that person want out of you? <laughs> like the per- wait, the company or the person who's getting the, the food person from it? who's getting you the food? No, there's the someone coupon. I hired. I paid them money to go grocery shopping. It's not free. <laughs> no, but this, but hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me finish. <laughs> like you, no, wait, but I'm paying money for the lunch. No, but hold on. I'm a, uh, look, picture this. Picture this, Tyler. I'm a really I'm a really rich person who pays someone to get my groceries, just in general. Okay. Okay. And. I happen to come across a ton of coupons that happen to let me get my groceries for free. I give them to the guy who gets my groceries and say, hey, I got a bunch of coupons that let me get this entire order free. He says, okay, I get my groceries for free. That is completely free. So in the event, forget about the paying someone else to do it for you. That's weird. I'm just trying to get it. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate really bad. So <laughs> to get around your idea. In the event that... You were you are already planning on making a purchase. Yeah. Yes, it makes sense to use a coupon. And that is sort of free in that there's no benefit on their end because you were you were already gonna buy it. Yeah. The reason why coupons exist is to attract new customers. Mm-hmm. And this is sort of also well, I'll I i do not want to talk about that. Um I was just gonna bring it atta- bring it into politics for some reason. Oh, boy. I, was like, I don't yeah, know why no, I want to not do that. Um enough politics. But all I'm saying is, like, just give everything critical thought. Because if someone says to you, hey, Brevin, I got this awesome job opening for you. It's uh, It pays really well, and it's great, and you don't need a lot of experience, and you'll you'll be set up for life. And you're like, oh, well, gee whiz, that's cool. And then you go there, and the job's terrible, and there's and they they take, like, 50% of your starting pay out of from some weird contract that you signed. You just got to think about these things. That's all I'm saying. I know. I and mean, you're right. I'm just trying to be, I'm just being a jerk again. Yeah, I'm being just a jerk. To bring you're being up. a co-host. So. <laughs> and all co-hosts are jerk. Sorry. So Dutch goes and they rob. <laughs> this is funny because they're, they're in this train station and everyone's just like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you guys doing here? The, the, the clerk is like, I mean, I'll open it. Yeah. But, but he's like, like, there's not much. We don't keep much money in there. He specifically says that. Yeah. Which it, I guess proves that it was a setup because he literally says we don't keep much money in there. Yeah. And it just, this scene makes it look so sad how out of touch these cowboys are yep. in this city. Like, ah, we're going to take the money. Where's the money? And the guy's like, what are you, t- I got a credit card, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> and they're like, well, show me the gold bars. <laughs> It's like you're out of your mind. There's no money in this in this bus station. And I love how Arthur, <laughs> when they get the money and um, everything, he's like, "There's forty five dollars in it, <laughs> in three quarters." <laughs> they even say how many quarters are in there. <laughs> That's funny. That's really funny. And there's another thing too where I love. Um, this is my Karen quote of the week. And rest in peace. I know. Rest in peace. Rest in Karen. peace. Is that's gross. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what I was gonna say. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so before this before this mission starts, they're they're talking about how like they they need one big hit to to get away, and they just talk one, about just one more job, just one more big one hit. More. And, I don't know, Dutch, and we'll be able more. and we'll be able to go to Tahiti. That's Tahiti, what they mentioned says, specifically. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's like an unknown paradise or something like that. Yeah, and I love so the way you get away on this mission is you hop on a trolley that's driving. And Arthur says, he's like, does this trolley go to Tahiti? <laughs> Dutch is like, I hope so. 
<laughs> and even Dutch is playing into it at that yeah. point. That's funny. That's funny. Um, so you're gonna really. This is also where the where I heard the police sirens again because the police show up. And I noticed too. How long has "cop" been a word for? The the um who's with you? Lenny is with you during this mission, and he says the cops are here. And I was like, hmm. I'm surprised <laughs> they're using that word in in the 1890s. I don't expect you to know when when that word existed. Copper. It's something to think about. Maybe it's something to do with the material that their badges were made of. They have copper badges, so you call them cops. You didn't, you didn't win me over on that one. They're not sheriffs. Do all cops have copper badges? That's a genuine question. I'm not sure. Well, cops have badges because they have their badge number and oh yeah, okay, okay, their rank maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I was just, I was, I, was, I instantly noticed he called them cops. It felt, I don't want to say it felt out of place, but it did. It Tell you weird. what, I'll do some research and I'll find out while I'm talking. No, no, no. Oh, okay. For I'll, next week. For next week. Because you got to keep the listeners engaged, right? That's They're true. We'll say, sit here and just oh let, listen God. to you type. I got, Tyler, I gotta know. I gotta know right now what cops... What, what does when, cop mean? When, <laughs> when's the next mean? episode coming out? <laughs> so I'll add that as a reminder. Um. So yeah, you get on this trolley, and then after that, you... Well, you mur- you murder again, like, literally the entire police force. Like, there's no one left of this police force after this mission. Yeah, isn't this where, where Dutch is... They're like, I don't know, there's a lot of cops in the city, and Dutch is like, ah, they're soft. Like, yeah, and they come out, and it's like an army of people. Yeah, like he doesn't. They're soft. Okay, they they have. There's a lot of them. and They have guns. Yeah, I don't know, man. They're trying to kill you because you are causing a ruckus in in a city. <laughs> uh oh, boys, a, we got a ruckus on the trolley. <laughs> yeah, honestly, and um, yeah, it's just you kill so many of them, and it says wanted, dead or alive, and I was like, great, we're not going to be allowed in Saint Denis now. Like mm-hmm. this is going to be the end of of Saint Denis. Well, you had your masks bit. on. We did have our masks on. But either way, no, that doesn't make sense. Like, no, we're so recognizable <laughs> in a city full of rich people. Yeah. Like, no one, you're not I don't know. Blending at all. Yeah, exactly. But I did love the one part of the mission where you're you're escaping on, um, you have, like, a, a horse carriage, and you're, you're just killing a bunch of people. It's, it's a fun mission, because there's a lot of fighting. Um, but at the end, they, they set up a roadblock on the, on the bridge leading out. And what you do, it, or Lenny has dynamite on him, he throws it. And then it goes in a dead eye mode, and you shoot it out of the air to blow up the oh to yeah, blow that's up the, awesome. the roadblock. That was cool. That is like insane. <laughs> Ooh, it's absolutely ridiculous, <laughs> but it's I'm so like, cool. I was like, oh, I missed Lenny. Exactly. I was so worried because I didn't like expect it to go into slow mode to do. I thought it was gonna be like a cutscene. Um, and I almost missed it. I had to shoot it like twice. No cutscenes, man. No cutscenes. Everything's got to be done by you immersively. Um, that reminds me of Metal Gear when you have to blow up the bridge with a sniper rifle. Oh, yeah. And so, and what's her name is yelling at you like, Eva. yeah, she's like, you missed, you're a terrible shot. <laughs> and then if you fail, it's just like the game ends. Yep, it's awesome. Ugh. Um, <laughs> what did I say? Um, I just murdered the entire police force, and all I get is one hundred and sixty-five dollars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it was less than that, so I don't wonder where that one hundred and sixty-five came from. Loading bodies. I don't know. Maybe that was a mistype on my part. Either way, you know, murdered the entire police force. I got $45 in three quarters. I, I just, because even at the end, he's like, here's our share, guys, $15. <laughs> and he's like, but well, wait, and a quarter, too. <laughs> That's what Arthur says. Oh, man. See, now they, they're not only like outlaws in the wilds of the country, they're outlaws in the city. They killed. Like, in civilization. Dozens of people. No, well, oh my god. Like, so many people. Yeah. Now, you didn't mention the trolley crash. 
Oh, yeah, the trolley crash, which they... Miraculous. Oh, yeah, Dutch gets hurt from it, but mm-hmm. not really. He's probably gonna be fine. He well, hits yeah. his head. He bangs his head. Yeah. Which, like, if Ooh. you think about, like, banging your head back then, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, you just gotta take it easy. Yeah. But you can't take it easy if you're Dutch, so... So, but, but like, think about all the characters that we need to bang their head at this point. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Maybe this will wake Maybe Dutch up. Maybe it'll be good for him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He'll change personalities. He'll be uh, smart. <laughs> Um, and I noticed too on this mission, this was a really odd thing. And when you kill certain cops, it you made you lose honor, but others didn't. It was really odd. It was like five cops I killed that made me lose honor, but nothing else did. I you, was like, those were the good cops. <laughs> those were the cops that had a family and were trying to just start a living. All the other ones were just mercenaries. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's it's weird. Another weird thing. Just get rid of the honor. Maybe system. some of them were were spawned cops that were chasing after you because you're wanted level and others were placed for the sake of the mission that's probably what it was it was probably some oversight mm. which i'm surprised that would get into the game how's your honor rating doing it is like literally exactly neutral wow it is perfectly neutral that's good i don't do much good things but i i don't do much bad things either so much that's not even <laughs> correct at all it's fine don't even think about you're, it you're doing your arthur voice yeah. i don't do much good things <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's bill williamson instead um and the other thing too is like I got out of this mission, and my bounty was only 160 Oh, that's what that was. That's what that $165 was. I murdered the entire police force, and all I get is a $165 bounty. <laughs> like, the, there's no one to accept the bounty anymore. <laughs> and Maybe that's why it's so cheap. They're like, well, well it's just like some... They hired some homeless guy off the guy. I was like, I'll take $165. Bucks. <laughs> yeah, I won't chase after you. Yeah, that's all you get. And I was like, that's chump change. But it is four times the money that you got. It is, but who cares? <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. I'm Arthur Morgan. <laughs> yeah, the, the person who's like adding up how much you owe for the bounty is like, well, we only got $45, so we'll, <laughs> we'll lower it for that. So, maximum of four times the amount of money that was stolen, regardless of the amount of deaths. So, we killed like 80 people. So, every life was worth two bucks. That's cheap. That's some, that's some cheap work. You know why? Right it's there. city life, so it's more dense. Gotcha. There's more Supply cops. and demand, man. So yeah, they instantly hired another 80 cops the next yeah. day. <laughs> they were all just waiting there. It's just, I heard there was a massacre. I'm here to work. There's like 12-year-olds with like baggy, bloody clothes it's, it's on. It's the 12-year-olds that robbed uh, Arthur. Right yeah. The St. Denis, <laughs> we're the so. cops now. <laughs> we're the cops now. Um, And that's it. That's all you played. That's all I played. So, okay. That's fine. That's fine. I'm not going to get mad. I'm not mad. <laughs> So, <laughs> what's next? You left at a tumultuous point, huh? Yeah. So, oh yeah, I didn't. Even, I didn't even talk about this fact too. Um, they say they only have a few more days left until the Pinkertons show up to the home that they're currently living at. And I'm assuming I didn't even look at what the next mission possibly would even like was given by or whatever. Um, oh, they said too that the last thing they need to do is rob that bank, which is like they're crazy, man. Like, after all that just happened, they just murdered the entire city. They want to rob the bank, and Dutch uses it as more of a reason we should rob the bank. Which, I guess if they killed the entire police force, then yes, that makes sense. Let's rob a bank now. Because now the whole city's just rogue. <laughs> now it's like, um, created, it's like a like, purge situation. Yeah, raccoon city. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it's a sunk cost fallacy, man. Where you, you know what that is? I don't, no, explain. You know what it is, you just haven't heard it by that name. Mm-hmm. It's where you assume that because you've invested a lot into something, you ought to keep investing in it, even if the further investment doesn't actually prove to be beneficial. So this is a problem in video game development where you say, I mean, I spent, you know, 
80 man hours developing this feature. Developing the horse nostrils. The horse nostrils. Let's say the horse nostrils. But it, but you take a look at the horse nostrils and you're like, these are terrible horse nostrils. Mm-hmm. And we should just use the default horse nostrils instead. But then someone says, well, we spent a lot of time working on it. And they're like, okay, I guess. So now, because of that misconception where they associate value to the investment over the actual product, they incorporate something that actually makes the final product worse. Interesting, yeah. No, that, so I've heard of that before. They're saying in that situation. Listen, we already <laughs> we made it this far. Yeah. Might as well rob the bank too. Might as well rather than looking at it as a single item and saying, What are the risks involved? What's gone by what what's the context? They're saying, Hey, we're here. What else is there to do? Hey, the benefits are worth the risks, right? Because they can go to Tahiti. This is the thing stopping them if they rob this bank. Yeah, it's like it's like they're the the window to escape is getting smaller and smaller, but that's all they can see. Rather than trying to turn around, they're just zoned in on Tahiti. Arthur should <laughs> on Tahiti specifically. Arthur should have left for Mary when he had that chance right there. And now he's saying he's going to go to Tahiti with him. Which- I know that is also weird. I noticed that. And the other thing too is that it seems like Arthur had this idea that the whole gang was going to just split up once they got this. But obviously, that's not the case. I, I think he still this. thinks that. I think he's playing along with the Tahiti thing. But if it came down to it, he'd be like, I'm out. Dutch, I'm, I don't do well in the sun. <laughs> you know this about me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what he would say. Um, yeah, it's um, that was interesting. I didn't even, I'm glad you brought that up because I did notice that. So imagine what's going through Arthur's mind. Where he's like, I just got to do this one last good job and, and then I run. can go away with Mary. And then they get the $45.75 by in in the process of killing all of the St. Denis police force. Yeah, the entire city's done. Um, yeah, that's that's tough. That's, that's like, Arthur's in a... Arthur, poor guy. That's all I gotta say, man. What about all the people and families of people he's murdered? They're all they're all fake people. They're without stories. I don't care about them. So just, just by knowing more about Arthur... <laughs> no, I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> no, it's terrible. Um, yeah, Arthur's not a good guy, man. Like, I can't wait till we finish this game and we get to talk about, like, is Arthur Morgan a good person? Because I'm going to be like, no, he's not. Unless he does something crazy. You're putting it down on paper right now. On, well, digital on, digital on, audio paper. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, he's not a good person. He's Just, not a good person. No. For sure. 100% sure. What he's done, what I've witnessed him, what I've done as him in this game so far is not morally correct in any possible way. So, are you assuming... A consequentialist perspective where consequence is more important than intention? Yes. Yeah. I struggle with that sometimes. Yeah. I do. I can totally see myself struggling because, with that Because, like, let's say, you know, you go and you're like, oh, I wanted to uh, take the dog for a walk. And then you grab a leash that's broken. Mm-hmm. And then the, the dog gets away. Yep. And it's runs like, away forever. You just want to take the dog for a walk. That's that's different, functionally different from saying, I hate this dog and I want to let them run away and yeah. throw them, throwing them into the backyard. But the but same, same outcome. outcome. So how do you account for intention? But his intentions aren't good, in my opinion. You don't think... you Okay. Regardless, his intentions are not good. Yeah. How so? Because he's he's making money illegally. That's his intention is to make money illegally. Yeah. He doesn't really have a leg to stand on. 
No, nothing. I mean, he his va- that doesn't mean he's not a good character. It just means he's not a good person. Like he's he just, has values. It's just that his values his values don't align with society in any way. Yeah, that's what we were saying about his micro society, where those are the values that he holds dear, not values of society as a whole. So, in my opinion, which is you know society's opinion, also killing people is not okay, even if it's to get what you need to survive. How about this though, right? You and I, Brevin. We experience our world through our eyes and our senses. So if I, let's say you are like, you and I are pretty, let's pretend like you and I are close. <laughs> <laughs> let's pretend like you and I are friends. That's, and we're not that's what I was going to say. And I was like, well, sounds, there's a different connotation. Um, so you're the only person that I see right yeah i i spend all my time with you and then uh maybe we live in a bunker i i don't know i don't want to complicate this but <laughs> what, then what do we like, do for a little bit <laughs> yeah that, uh, how can i set this up man <laughs> i'm letting you go i need like a black mirror concept or something um Okay, how I about hope this? the listeners are enjoying. That. You have a t- you have a terrible disease that's very rare. Okay, and your medication that you use is produced by an evil company that exploits the Umbrella Corporation labor. Sure, <laughs> of like a poor group of people. Right? Sure. Okay. So, but we are the only customer. I've got money, like you wouldn't believe. Not so much that I can fund this research and cure and cure development myself but yep. that i can pay for it yep so i'm pretty much the reason why this this company is in business and i'm paying knowing that listen some people in a third world country are going to suffer but my brevi boy is going to survive now are they suffering just because they're like they're not getting paid enough or they're getting like tortured like they're slaves I'd say worst of the worst, worst possible scenario you, what, whatever you can imagine they're in concentration camps and they're it's just the worst stuff you can imagine I don't know those people. All I know is your bright, sunshiny face, right? <laughs> so, as far as I know, in my in my own world, which mm. is my sensory experience, yep. I'm doing a good thing because I'm saving, you're saving my you. life. Yeah. So th- I think that at least gives us. <laughs> obviously, that's not right. We know that that's not right because you are one life. Yes. And. There's nothing that I can do to say your life is more important than hundreds of other people's, except for taking a selfish stance and saying, well, it's more important to only me. I, yeah, exactly. Exactly. More important to me. And it, it benefits one person rather than all the families of the people and all the people themselves that are suffering. So that is the point that Arthur is missing. He is inherently selfish. Because he's saying, listen, I know what I'm doing is bad, but I'm doing it anyway because I love these people. So he he builds his moral system around that, but that doesn't stand up morally because he is benefiting from it more than all of the people he's hurting. Fewer people are benefiting from that equation, you know? Yeah, I see what you're saying. That's, that's a lot to sink in right now. I'm trying to like process all this. Yeah, that's good. That's a good situation because I can't think of anything to to, to break that. There's 
if you think about like a like it's a system if the world if the moral it's a system of checks and balances world <laughs> sort of is a, is a system where like any action you do will either decrease or increase good right? oh this is like going back to the whole thing of like you you brought up something where some theory was like well if you do something and you apply it to everyone would the world still function correct yeah yeah it's it's very similar to that but like yeah well it is similar but i'm thinking of it more of a on a mathematical term where if arthur let's say let's say arthur steals a book and gives it to mary beth mm. that's that's a kind thing for mary beth mary beth gets that book and her her mood is lifted she's happy and it's good so that is adding good to the world however you cannot look at that action in isolation because the process to obtain that outcome involved stealing a book from some 12 year old kid who just got it for christmas and now Mm -hmm. they're sad and maybe you know what maybe arthur killed the kid too why not (laughs) so now you can say oh well that's really nice that he got that book for mary beth but all of a sudden it's like except so that that entire operation was a net negative for the good of the world because you're you have to compare the good of someone getting a book that they like versus someone dying and that's what that's why arthur is not morally good because the total net effect he has on the world is negative and it's completely negative there's like no positive absolutely none what 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 has arthur done this entire game that has benefited humanity mary's younger brother that's it but even then no he didn't kill anyone on that mission so no he did that wasn't completely beneficial but that's like it that's literally it but you can also look at the <sighs> some of the stranger missions too obviously he didn't kill anyone he was being a nice guy there's almost there's something to be said about how he's fighting against <sighs> like like obviously society and the people in charge of society have issues and Arthur is fighting against that. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that at his core, Arthur is actually a better person than that oil baron that he was playing poker with, right? Or the mayor of Saint Denis. What do you mean by that? That he's a better person. He is kinder. Is he? Why are we assuming that? Just looking at his interactions with the people that he cares about. But we don't know the interactions with the other guy. Can't assume that. That guy could be a really nice guy. He's just rich. That's a good point. That's a good point. He's playing devil, devil's advocate. Okay, so I'll, okay, fine. I won't, I won't go that far, but I will say that there there are issues and and def, particularly in the in the world that Rockstar paints, there's corruption. There's the people are controlled by Angela Bronte. Mm-hmm. Leviticus Cornwall is selfish, and he and he tries to kick um, Native Americans off their off their reservation. Yep. So he is in a way, fighting against those things, but not for the sake of the cause, which I think is... Yeah. So... I see where you're going. I mean, he is decreasing their power in a way, but it's sort of like what you were saying about how he's putting all these lawmen in jobs. <laughs> I still think that's hilarious. By, that process. by acting in opposition, you are justifying the position of the person that you're opposing. Yeah. So... It's the Batman Joker thing all over again. Yep. You need me. (laughs) 
But um, like killing or like robbing um obviously robbing the the trolley depot um that puts lawmen it gives lawmen jobs because they're needed to save things like that. But going to do um doing like the boat the boat heist that doesn't give anyone jobs. I guess it gives the security guards jobs. I'm trying to think of a situation where you're just killing like a corporation. Like, is there anyone where you're just fighting like specifically like workers? Well, rob well robbing the Cornwall train or stealing from the oil the oil documents. So you're that in that case, you are just destroying the company. Like you're not you're not. There's no side. Mm. I don't even know what I'm trying to argue right now. I feel like I lost what I was trying to go for. Yeah, I don't know. I I think I think you're right though because you could say that by causing these tragedies to occur to these bad maybe bad people it gains them social favor people say oh i can't believe what happened to that poor poor cornwall, cornwall. <laughs> poor leviticus cornwall yeah but i don't know how valuable is that really to leviticus cornwall yeah i don't think he cares i don't think he cares either so yeah that's something that he's done he's he's done a lot of damage to greedy corporations maybe that's what we should do i'm in <laughs> <laughs> Take them down. What is that? What are the, what's the dumb acronym thing? Fang, Facebook, Apple, Netflix, Netflix, Google. But there's another. A. Is Netflix really part Amazon. of that? I feel like Netflix is not on the level of all those other things. Facebook, yeah, that's a, that's a massive level. Apple, also a massive level. Google, yep, that's the major company. Netflix, like, come on, it's big, but it's not that big. That there's something else. They just they just put it there so that I don't even know if that's right. We're assuming that that's the right word. I'm. But what else would it be? Sure. Well, I might be like a few years outdated too. But if you think about it, Netflix has monthly subscriptions coming in from everyone. Probably, well, probably like a third of Americans. Does you that really make think sense? You think it's a, think, think of it's the so shared low. accounts. I guess so. Yeah, that's true. I don't have my own. And that's not a, that's not an insubstantial amount of money. That's like fifteen bucks a month. No, it's not that expensive. Seven bucks. Really? Yeah. That's that Netflix, cheap? Netflix is pretty cheap. Oh my god, that's crazy. Netflix is pretty How cheap. How do they dude. afford all those exclusive shows? I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, th- I don't know. Netflix, yeah, now that more you're saying it, I don't know how Netflix has so much money. They make like a show every week. Yeah, I don't know. I spend a lot of money. Right into us if you, if you work for Netflix. <laughs> if you work for Netflix? If you are Netflix... Your dad owns Netflix, right? Now. I think we're at a point in the show where uh, we're slowing down a little bit. Yeah, definitely. That's so, sure. I hope you enjoy our philosophical discussions. Um, Tell me, after if this is you done, study philosophy. Let us know if there's like no credence to what we're saying. <laughs> you Maybe... guys are just a bunch of idiots just speaking out of here. Yeah, your pie holes. My, right after pie holes. <laughs> are pie holes the holes in pies, or are they the holes? In which you put pies to eat. Them. I watched a really. All right, no, we gotta end the episode. I'll, t- I'll tell you tell you about this afterwards, or should I talk about it right now? Is it appropriate? It is. Yeah, I watched a. I watched a um an episode of oh what's his name? Oh my god, it's a YouTuber who does like talks about weird theories and stuff like that. He's really popular, extremely popular, like fifteen million subscribers. He says he has a weird intro. He's like, "Hi, Michael," or something like that. It's this person that, that's backwards, but. <laughs> Hi, it's this person, but hi, I'm Michael. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about because it just clicked. <laughs> You're talking about the Vlog Brothers? No! What's oh. the I'm talking about? <laughs> well, they say, they say, hey, hey, hey Vsauce, hey, it's hey, Michael hey, here. It's Tuesday. That's who, it's Vsauce. You're, okay, because I thought that was absurd if that's what you remembered about the Vlog Brothers, that they 
Yeah. So yeah, it's Vsauce. So that was a really weird intro. But anyway. It is um, okay, I know who Vsauce is. Yeah, yeah. He did a video based <laughs> based on like what how many holes does a human have? That was what it was. <laughs> <laughs> this is appropriate. I, I like the con I like that. That's a, that's um, very good internet content. <laughs> exactly. So he started talking about like um showing different types of like glass and how you could form it. So the first thing he talks about is does that so you're drinking out of a mug right now. Does that mug have a hole in it? It has two holes in it. Okay, all right. Yes, it, it does. But it, it has the That's not even the a, hole in the handle yes. that you put your hand through and it also has the hole which is the opening at the top. Although it's not a throughway that, hole. All right, you're you're jumping way too it's a cul-de-sac. A cul-de-sac. Holes. What? What does that even mean in the, in the t- term of not roads? <laughs> That's well, a cul-de-sac is a thing that you can use without talking about roads. No, I'm I'm being analogous <laughs> so you can go into the hole and you but the only way to get out is to go back out the way you came yeah you're like jumping way too far ahead because that's right, he talks about i'll give you the platform all right go ahead this, it, i'm literally retelling a youtube video someone could just go and watch this exact same thing and they'd hear it in no, way this better content is, this is better we're better <laughs> um so the next thing he gets is a bowl you probably already see where i'm going with this i think he had one thing before the cup but i don't remember does a does a bowl have a hole in it yeah it does, but it doesn't really. Like, if someone says you have a hole in your bowl, you're going to assume there's a hole in the... Like, going through the bowl and something's going to leak out of it, right? You're not going to be like, oh, yeah, there is a hole in my bowl because there's that's the opening. Yeah, and then they say, like, oh, you made this joke the other day where you had holes in the bottom of your socks. And they were like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah, I have a hole to put my foot in. <laughs> I did make that joke. Right? Yeah. Um, so then he gets even more extreme. Let's take a plate. What do you call a fish with no eyes? I've heard the joke, but I don't remember what it's. <laughs> Never mind, that's not what I thought. <laughs> that's not what you thought it was? That's not what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was something else. But that's, I'm laughing, but I'm just disappointed. Yeah, yeah, you're you're very much enjoying this joke. <laughs> that's a free one for you guys at home. Yeah, use that. Use that and impress people. Pick up line. <laughs> yeah, that's a pick up line, right? Um, does, a, does a plate have a hole in it? See, this is where you get uh, that weird territory. Aha! Oh, <laughs> Okay. No, but it does, though, at the same time. It's like... Mathematically speaking, yeah, it does have a hole. Assuming that it's... That is... That... What what is a hole? A hole is a... Is a... Concave impression on a plane. So, technically speaking, yes, that is correct. It has a hole in it. Because that that still applies to that. Yes. And that's that's as far as I got in the YouTube (laughs) You literally stopped watching the YouTube video at that point? Yeah, because I was like, that's so cool. Let me go find another video. <laughs> so rather than understanding how many holes the human body has, you know how many holes a plate has. That's where you got. That's where I got. I thought that was interesting. Did he say that it is a hole? Yeah, I think so. I don't remember. Or was he saying, aha, see, now you know they're not holes. So I... Th- I- no, he that, he brought up the throughway thing. Where like, oh, I remember I did go a little farther. I don't think I watched the entire video. It was like a forty-one minute video. I'm not what? watching. Oh my <laughs> it was gosh. a really long video. Um, something it was. It might not have been that long, but he got to the point where like, well, if you talk about it, like, there's there's a millions upon millions of holes on the human body, <clears throat> but there's only so many through holes. He was like, your ears are not through holes. What really? Yeah, the eardrum blocks it from being able to go further oh, the in the drum. body. Yeah. Um. Your your nose is not a throughway hole. What Isn't your sinus it to your throat? Apparently not, or something like is that. It like it's a not flap a flap or something. Something that blocks it. Yeah, your sinuses just go in, and then you're stuck there. <clears throat> you can't. There's only a few holes. 
there's the I can't remember the name, but like you know, you got you got your mouth and you got the other end. That is like that has a name. <laughs> that would make you laugh. Can you remember the name? You just don't want to say. I it? just don't want to say. It, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I could have said it. You got, but no, saying your butt doesn't make sense. I'm not going to say your yet. butthole. You can say <laughs> that on a non-explicit. Podcast. I didn't want to say it though. Now you said it though. So I'll say you've got it. your mouth and you've got your butthole, and that is like. Con- so why want, am I even you talking about to this? Say it. No, I didn't actually. You just made me put me in a situation where if I don't say it, so it sounds that weird. is the continuous. That is the continuous route. whole of the human body. He's so he's saying there's only one. There's only one. That's the thesis of the video. I don't, know. I don't know. I'm just wait. No, I'm just wait, talking wait, out of my wait. talking out of my butt now. I'm you, I'm thinking. I'm looking at my body like I gotta have more holes than that. But I guess not. I see what he's saying though, because it would be it would be unreasonable to count. The every hole holes if you're not considering the three-way ones yeah because even like all your sweat glands and stuff like that you can't penetrate the skin this is what he says specifically you you can't have a a, a ship like pretend we could shrink humanity down to a tiny tiny little size magic school bus yeah like a magic school bus size and you could you couldn't go into the human body through like a sweat pore mm. or like through the sinuses mm. but you could if you went through their mouth mm-hmm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. And I, that's it. That's all I've got. I, I enjoyed this. What about your pee hole? I, I was thinking that, but I don't know enough about like <laughs> how that works to, to be like, oh yeah, that's a through hole. There's got to be some flaps or something. But then if it's a if it's a three way through hole, that's like a a three way through like hole? a Y. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Is that one hole or two holes or three holes? That's three holes. That's three holes. Three hole. If it's a, if it's contain if you can enter from any way and exit from any way, it's three holes. But if you're, but then your mouth and your and your other end <laughs> See, is two holes. That is two holes. Yes. It's not one hole. I thought no. you said it was one hole in the human body. Oh, like it's a. I see. I see what you're and saying. And then this takes this is back this to, is like a paradox. Does the straw basically, have one hole or two yeah, holes. Yeah, this. I was gonna say it's a paradox. Uh, it's not a paradox. It's it's using the word somewhat correctly. <laughs> <laughs> it's vaguely in the same jurisdiction as a paradox. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, here we are. Oh, man. All right. Uh, so we're an hour and about 45 minutes in. Do you have 15 more minutes of content to make this a two-hour episode? Why do you want some beats? I don't know. I'm, I'm just messing with you. Okay. It's the 10th episode. It's got to be longer, right? Even if it's filled with nothing. Let's just end the episode. Like a hole. Like, this episode is a hole. Now we're thinking. Please write into reddeadcast at gmail.com if you have any questions or better content than this. I would really appreciate that. What do you think a hole is? Maybe it's existence itself. <laughs> R-E-D-D-E-A-D-C-A-S-T dot C-O-M. I just wanted to no. see. At gmail.com. Reddeadcast at gmail.com. At dot com. Reddeadcast.com. I don't, I don't think there's anything on there. I don't think so either. Do we buy it? We're never going to use it. <laughs> we have to buy it before we upload this episode. No, we don't. What if we get famous? We'll buy it off the person who got it before us. If we're famous enough, then we will therefore make money. Actually, isn't there some weird thing? Were you telling me Yeah, this? I think I was telling you about that. You I can't... don't know that it's true, though. All right, I'm going to talk about it because we're going to fill in more time for no reason. Oh, no. So, I, should we even... This is worth it. We're already for two days. Yeah, you can't start and then right. not finish. So, At least, so quick, quick, quick. I, I read something online about how, like, 
let's say you know that this company is going to become big or something like that, and you buy out a name, like say Google was a domain big, name, some domain name on the internet. It's and it's technically illegal to force Google to pay you some obscene amount of money for this for this thing. But the thing is, though, if that's the case, then like. If you know what Steam is, Steam is the online distributor for games on PC. They don't own Steam.com. Some guy does. But maybe it's because he's not asking for money that we talked about that. Because that's why Steam is Steamworks. It's not Steam.com. Or maybe it needs to be, the name needs to be associated with the trade and Steam doesn't have anything to do with Steam powered technology. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. If you know more about this. I think this is some internet. So it's like, yeah. you, like some Quora answer that you're like, <laughs> Quora. oh, wow, that's funny. That Quora, I can't believe you even said that. I, I pulled it out, that. man. Yeah. That's funny. How um, many holes does Quora have? All right. And on that note. On that you. note, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, and middle schoolers, <laughs> have a good night. No, they're still, still a gentleman. But you would, you would say, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Thank you for listening. If you if you're still here, I don't I don't know why you are. Thank you so much. Really, if you're you know, listening at this point, like that's awesome. We we should make a podcast where we just. Talk I'm sorry. At this point. I'm sorry you weren't able to figure out how to stop the podcast from playing. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry you're trapped and you can't get to your phone for some reason, and you're being forced to listen to the rest of this. You started to play this and then you you broke your both of your legs. <laughs> now you just and now your phone is playing in the background. <laughs> But you are our listener. You are. That would be an interesting strategy to get engagement up just to send people out and break your listeners' legs. You can't stop listening to podcasts. Sounds like a good book. Let's write a book. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like a good book. All right. I'm just trying to think we, of the most What can we say about obviously. Red Dead Redemption to make this a Red Dead Redemption podcast? At the end? Um, Red Dead Redemption 2 is one big paradox. No. <laughs> I, I took a leap of faith. It didn't work out. Thank you for listening. Yeah, we're gonna end it. I'm Tyler. And I'm Brian. This has been Red Dead Reflection. Bye, guys. Enjoy your night. See you. Or day, or whatever time of day it is, wherever you are. <laughs>